0: This podcast is brought to you by Barrier Break Solutions Private Limited and Score Foundation.
1: Hi, my name is George Abraham and welcome to this edition of IWA Conversations. My guest today is Mr. Anuj Deyal, Executive Director, Corporate Communication of the Delhi Metro Rail Corporation. Welcome, Anuj, to this uh, conversation. Thank you, George. Uh, To begin with, uh, I would like to ask you, uh, why did uh, the Delhi metro actually get started?
2: Actually, India has been seeing an increasing level of urbanization. And uh, the transport in the cities did not keep pace. So there was more crowding and more pollution. So it was a matter of time before really somebody thought about having a good uh, uh, train network. Because metros can have a much larger carrying capacity and they are non-polluting. So Delhi could not avoid it. Population today in Delhi NCR is around 20 million. And metro has become the lifeline with almost a 400-kilometer network. What has the uh,
1: journey been like?
2: Very interesting. Uh, there were a lot of skeptics when we started the project that it will be a failure. But we have proved them wrong over over time. Today, I mean, almost uh, 60 uh, lakh passenger journeys are performed every day on the metro pre-COVID. Even now, we are carrying almost uh, 28 to 30 lakh um, passenger journeys every day. Uh, We have uh, quite a network. Uh, There are about 10, 12 lines, about 12 lines that we have on the entire network. We have a line which also connects the airport. So, since 2002, when we started the first line of 8.3 kilometers, it's been a very interesting and satisfying journey.
1: Most people uh, consider the Delhi Metro as one of the best in the world. What actually makes it world-class?
2: You see, the first metro in the world started in London in 1863 with a steam engine. Right. Uh, Now, Delhi Metro came into the metro scene very late. We started construction only in 1998. Yeah. Took full advantage of the fact that we were coming in so late. Yeah. Uh, since we came in late, we decided to go in for the latest. Right. So we explored all the metros in the world, and we went in for the latest technology. In some areas, we were even ahead of uh, them. We introduced a couple of new things such as contactless smart cards with and completely automated fare collection, etc.
1: Right.
2: And then modern train sets. So right. since we came in late, we decided to go for the best.
1: I remember meeting you for the first time in 1998 when I came to Pragati Maidan to the, I ah, think I it, was the, it was the metro uh, stall. And yes. the Indian blind cricket captain was with me and he was talking about uh, blind cricket uh, there. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, I've noticed that uh, the Delhi metro has been very sensitive to disability. And uh, so my question is, what actually prompted this? And uh, how did you go about making Delhi metro uh, accessible for people with disability because this is one of the few uh, services in the country which is
2: which you might call born accessible. Two factors mainly for this are responsible. One is that the Government of India guidelines themselves specify that any such project uh, should t- cater for physically challenged. Number two, the Managing Director, Dr. Sridharan at that time was a person who also believed in this. So right. he made sure that a substantial amount of uh, uh, money was set aside so that all facilities uh, relevant internationally for physically challenged uh, on the metro should be followed. So, we, we studied international metros, we studied other transportation systems, and based upon the feedback that we got, uh, we designed the system in such a way that it should be friendly for physically challenged.
1: If I were to specifically ask you, uh, you know, what are the uh facilities that a blind traveler
2: can actually expect in the Delhi metro? The Braille strips start from the beginning itself at the entrance. Yes. They will lead him all the way to the counter from where he can buy his ticket. Yes. And from there on, onwards, the Braille, it will lead him right up to the train. Uh, and normally we request uh, such people to ask for assistance. So one person is deputed to accompany him and information is passed on to the station where he is supposed to get down, that a person will receive him, him and take him out of the system.
1: Yeah, uh, when you say Braille uh, guidance, you're re- referring to the tactile parts on the floor, right? Uh, which, yes. uh, yes.
2: from... that, is the, that is there, and audio announcements are also there, so that he knows which station he has to get down on. Also, the audio announcements specifies whether the doors are on the left or on the right-hand side. So
1: if a blind passenger wants to travel, is there a telephone number that, that they can call to actually uh, requisition assistance from a particular metro station?
2: Every station has a telephone number that should be available on the website. But apart from that, we have a helpline number also. Yes. The information can be passed on. But somehow, I mean, he has to inform the station staff. In fact, I've seen this facility
1: uh, offered in the London Underground, you know.
2: Yes, yes, that's yes, right. That's right. Uh, that's fantastic the way, they, yeah, they, they, way they do it. They make sure that the, uh, uh, the, the reliever at the receiving station is, is in position before they uh, let go at the uh, initial station.
1: Now, when we talk about hearing-impaired people, um, what are the kind of features that the Delhi Metro offers them?
2: Uh, one is a, a guided facility. That is, a person comes and takes that person along Yes. Then he has visual signages available in Hindi and in English, yes. It also show when the train will come, which platform it will come. So for him, uh, there's, a, there's enough uh, visual uh, information available so that he can manage in spite of the fact that he has a hearing impairment. Inside the train, there is a map which, shows, which blinks, which shows that which train station are you on. And when he's about to, when his station comes, that will also be indicated uh, through uh, visual mediums.
1: And, uh, of course, the physically challenged, you have lifts and ramps and and, and I think the uh, trains are at the platform level and the doors are wide. So, I don't think they have a problem.
2: That's right. And the first coach of every train has a place where a wheelchair can be uh, stationed.
1: Uh, do you have any uh, anecdotal uh, episodes of uh, people getting back to you with positive or negative feedback of uh, traveling with the metro, especially people with disability?
2: Yes, we do have positive feedback also. Actually, the number of people traveling with disability, I feel is, may not be that high right. as probably in Europe. Right. But uh, uh, initially, we did have a bit of negative, negative feedback. For example, we have lifts at only one of the entrances. Yes, it's too expensive as a, you know to have so many lifts also, because the project also costs a lot of money. Yes, so we requested people that you should know which entrance to enter from, and uh, you know because that has the facility for ramp, that has the facility for lift. So those details are uh, available on the on the website. We are updating our website also to give in more details, and then we got an audit done by a couple of NGOs. Right. So we got feedback. Of our department, which handles this, so they have been interacting with these people regularly. They have been giving us feedback, and based upon that, we have tried to implement. Plus, uh, the automatic fare collection gates normally one gate is is wider than the other, so that the wheelchair can go through.
1: Right now, you know, technology is constantly changing. There are new things happening, and even in the area of accessibility, uh, there are developments happening. So, uh, does the Delhi Metro kind of actively kind of keep track of this? Is there any specific department within the Metro
2: Corporation that takes responsibility of keeping abreast? We are actually a member of a group of metros, uh, of uh, large metros. You know, the top 15 metros in the world. We we have conferences with them every year. And we exchange a lot of information with them. Yes. Uh, Though I would still say that we are, I mean, in many areas, they look up to us. Because their metros were old. Yes. But uh, we have a constant exchange with international metros to know what's going on in the world. Yes. And apart from that, we have an, a, a specialized department also which handles this. We have an architectural wing. So they are basically responsible for, the, for uh, uh, upgrading as far as all this is concerned.
1: Uh, now we have metros in Cochin, Bangalore, uh, Chennai, And um, I think Calcutta started before the Delhi Metro. Is there any link between all these metros and uh, our our experiences, especially in the area of disability
2: access, shared? Actually, Delhi Metro is more or less the mother metro for metro expansion in India. All metros, uh, they look up to us and they look look at Delhi Metro for guidance. So they are more or less followed on our pattern. Plus, we have a body of I-Metros, that is Indian metros, We constantly exchange information within India about what we are all doing.
1: Because there are a large population of people with disability, even in the city of Delhi, who travel. Yes. Um, Is there any kind of conscious effort that uh, the Metro uh, Public Relations uh, Department kind of uh, undertakes to... Uh, publicize this so that more people can actually use the facilities. well
2: it has been some time yes but uh, we have our own uh, social media handles we have twitter we have facebook we have instagram uh, we do uh, actually when initially when we started oh, we publicized this in a very big way right and the number of articles it's been very well covered actually over a period of time but uh, i'm still open to reinforcing these we'll, we can definitely do that more
1: yeah, especially for visually impaired people, radio would be a good medium to kind of... Uh, yeah,
2: in fact, you know, there was a program I remember which I used to participate in. It was a phone-in program on Sunday in the morning. Yes. Or oh, it was Saturday or Sunday, I don't remember. I think it was Sunday I think, sat- I think it's Saturday morning. Yeah, it's still there. Yeah. yeah. Maximum callers were visually impaired people. Yeah. yeah. Uh, some unhappy, some happy. And any, any particular uh, issues people were unhappy about? They wanted some concessions and all.
0: If you know of anyone with vision impairment who needs guidance on living life with blindness please share the iway national toll free helpline number 18005320469 the number is 18005320469
1: This has nothing to do with the accessibility but uh you know if you go to the uh the, the new york subway for example you do have people uh you know there are different artists some are disabled artists some are yeah, disabled yeah. artists they perform they call it busking i think
2: yeah yeah uh, right they have, they have it in london also
1: yeah so do you have any ideas in future where because somebody was suggesting to me that you know why don't you Approach the metro and see if they would be interested in uh, or opening up some of the spaces in the larger stations where maybe artists could be uh, blind singers or
2: bands could probably play. We are not close to the idea completely. Uh, Let us see. I mean, I won't say we are close to it. What are the future plans for the Delhi metro in terms of expansion? Another 50 to 60 kilometers has been sanctioned and construction is going on. uh, Connecting three corridors. Uh, one is from Aero City to Tuglakabad, via Saket. Yes. One is from RK Puram. Uh, one, one line starts from RK Puram to Janakpuri West. Yes. And a third, third line is connecting the ring road line, that is Majlis Park to uh, Mojpur. So these three lines are already sanctioned. Three more lines are being considered, but they have not yet got the final approval. So another 60 kilometers should be added in another two to three years.
1: And these uh, new destinations like the Jaipur airport and things, that will be a different metro
2: company, I guess. That will probably be handled, handled by, the, by a company of the UP government. Okay. But uh, we are involved uh, to some extent as a consultant. Well,
1: uh, is there anything else that you would like to say in terms of uh, what you might be uh, looking at offering people with disability
2: in the future? Well, I would say um, let them give us an honest feedback. We'll see how we can improve. Maybe we get some new ideas. What, not. I'm not saying everything that they suggest will be possible, but definitely we, uh, we can examine some of the suggestions. So, we yeah, are requested to give their uh, feedback to us on Twitter or on Facebook. Would you like to kind of spell out what your Twitter handle is? One is on our website is delhimetrorail.com. So, there's a section. Of, uh, if you go into that website, you'll find a section which gives you... Uh, All the uh, social feedback. media. Okay. Yeah, it give you a feedback se- uh, section. And okay. then the Twitter handle also, if you just type Delhi Metro Twitter, you'll be okay. able to access it.
1: Well, uh, thank you very much for your time.
2: Yeah, and I must appreciate the amount of uh, work you're doing in this uh, field, uh, George. Great, yeah. Keep it up, yeah.
0: Thank you. To support our work with the blind and visually impaired, you can visit the donate page on our website, www scorefoundation.org.in Please note www.scorefoundation.org.in This podcast was brought to you by Barrier Break Solutions Private Limited and Score Foundation